0: and new premises were difficult to find, he yielded eventually, influenced, I dare say, by threats of legal action and child welfare officers. Whatever the cause, I went, in the upshot, to live with Uncle Flea and Aunt Bed. Did you like it there? Yes. I didn't lose touch with my father. He patched up his row with the foresters and we exchanged frequent visits. By the time I was thirteen, he was extremely affluent and able to pay for my education at his own old school.' at which, fortunately, he had put me down at birth. This relieved us, to some extent, from the burden of an overpowering obligation, but I retain the liveliest sense of gratitude to flee and bed. I look forward to meeting them. They are held to be eccentric. I can't say it myself, but you shall judge. In what way? Well, trifling departures from normal practice, perhaps. They never travel without green-lined tropical umbrellas of a great age." "'These they open when they awake in the morning, "'as they prefer their vernal shade to the direct light, "'and then they bring a great many of their valuables with them. "'All Aunt Beds' jewels and Uncle Flea's stocks and shares "'and one or two very nice objets d'art, "'of which I wouldn't at all mind having the disposal. "'They also bring a considerable amount of hard cash "'in Uncle Flea's old uniform, in case he's on the reserve list. "'That is perhaps a little eccentric. "'You think so?' You may be right to resume my education from being conventional in form was later expanded at my father's insistence to include an immensely thorough training in the more scholarly aspects of the trade to which i succeeded when he died i was already accepted as a leading european authority on the great period of chinese ceramics uncle bert and i became very rich everything i've touched turned to gold as they say in short i was a have Not, I have not. To cap it all, really, it was almost comical. I became a wildly successful gambler and won two quite princely, non-taxable fortunes on the pools. Uncle Bert inspired me in this instance. Lovely for you. Well, I like it. My wealth has enabled me to indulge my own eccentricities, which you may think as extreme as those of Uncle Flea and Aunt Bed. For instance? For instance, this house and its staff. Particularly, you may think, its staff. Halberds belonged from Tudor times up to the first decade of the nineteenth century to my paternal forebears, the Bill Tasmans. They were actually the leading family in these parts. The motto is simply "unicus," which is as much to say peerless. My ancestors interpreted it literally by refusing peerages and behaving as if they were royalty. You may think me arrogant, said Hilary, but I assure you that, compared to my forebears, I am a violet by a mossy stone. Why did the family leave Halberds? My dear, because they were ruined. They put everything they had into the West Indies, and were ruined, very properly, I dare say, by the emancipation of slaves. The house was sold off, but, owing to its situation, nobody really fancied it, and as the historic trust was then in the womb of time, it suffered the ravages of desertion and fell into a sort of premature ruin.' You bought it back, two years ago, and restored it. And am in the process of restoring it, yes, at enormous cost. Indeed. But I hope you agree with judgment and style. Certainly. I have, said Troy Allen, finished for the time being. Hillary got up and strolled round the easel to look at his portrait. It is, of course, extremely exciting. I am glad you are still to some extent what I think is called a figurative painter. I wouldn't care to be reduced to a schizoid arrangement of geometrical propositions, however satisfying to the abstracted eye. No? No. The Royal Antiquarian Guild, the rag as it is called, will no doubt think the portrait extremely avant-garde. Shall we have our drinks? It's half past twelve, I see. May I clean up first? By all means. You may prefer to attend to your own tools but if not Mervyn who you may recollect was a signwriter before he went to jail would I'm sure be delighted to clean your brushes lovely in that case I shall merely clean myself join me here when you've done so Troy removed her smock and went upstairs and along a corridor to her deliciously warm room she scrubbed her hands in the adjoining bathroom and brushed her short hair staring as she did so out of the window beyond a piecemeal domain Still in the hands of landscape gardeners, the moors were erected against a leaden sky. Their margins seemed to flow together under some kind of impersonal...